The sounds of the following spelling alphabet words transmit well, even in poor communication conditions. Alpha, Bravo, Charlie, Alpha, Bravo, Charlie. Welcome to Alpha Bravo Charlie. My name is Jason. I'm the fat guy. And I'm with my other buddy, Kevin. Kevin, how you doing today? I'm doing great. You know, we're, we're doing the song, If I Ever Was a Child. Oh, just can I say something real fast? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't mean to interrupt you. Now that you mentioned this, you mentioned the name of the song. I'm just going to tell everybody, I will probably slip up and say if I was ever a child during this song. If I, I will make fun of you if I yeah. hear you so put just, a was in the middle of the song. I'm aware that it's if I ever was a child, but uh, just in, I'm gonna, I'm, I know I'm going to say if I was ever a child. So just to clarify, I know what the song is called. I'm, I'm just an idiot. Uh, carry on, Kevin. Okay, so we're doing the song. If I was ever a child, uh, no, it's if I ever was a child. I'm trying to confuse Jason. Um, and and it's making me think about you know children that I know. I, I know a few children because my my siblings have both had kids. And uh, I, th- I think I've talked about this on the podcast before. Like when my my sister was the first one in my family to have a child, and uh, I was really excited. Um, and then my niece Bennett was born eight years ago, uh, almost nine years ago in September. Uh, and I was so excited. And then she was born. And I was like, oh, babies are boring. Like, unless you're the mom or maybe the dad, like, I'm not changing diapers. Like, like, what can I, I can't play with this child. What can I, like a baby? I've never seen a baby before. Right. Really? Uh, and a baby, like, maybe some of my cousins, but then I was like six or seven. Like, I don't really like. Um, so I was like, oh, babies kind of suck. Like I, I was thinking we're me and this kid and we play video games and stuff. And then the baby's born. It's like, no, you got to wait like six, seven years for that. So my brother's son, Declan is, uh, Ooh, what year was he born? He was born in, so next week from when we're recording this in six days from now, he's going to turn seven. And we have started playing the Nintendo Switch together virtually because he lives uh, in the West Coast. I live in the middle of the country. Um, and I'm playing video games with him. And I was so excited. I've been waiting years for this. I've been waiting like nine years for this from the first time I became an uncle. And now I finally have a, a niece or nephew who's into video games. He has the same console as me. He has an online subscription. We could play against each other. He has Mario Kart. So we play Mario Kart. And this kid sucks at video games <laughs> what he's terrible at them he like i'm i'm I, if, if, I wish i was in the room with him because i would be like okay okay hold on go into single player i'll coach you through this but or you he, can just have like, fun with the kid I, i'm trying so <laughs> the, the first I'm, I'm not gonna let him win i'm not that nice i'm gonna i he, i don't want him thinking okay i'm better than uncle kevin i want him thinking uncle kevin is really good at this <laughs> so he we do four races the first race i just i go like i I normally would would go and i didn't see him once i saw him at the starting line and then i never saw him again well that's no sign of him then he's doing well because at least you're not lapping him at least i'm not lapping him yeah um uh though i suspect if it was a longer course um maybe i would have uh so the second race i'm like you know okay i'll i'll like go a little slower so he can see me and 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 try to keep up with me and uh, that time I saw him for maybe five seconds at the very beginning of the race. And then I beat him. <laughs> I'm just destroyed. Didn't see him again. Third race, I'm like, okay, okay, I'll be a good uncle. I'll let him go ahead of me a few times. 
So like I stop and wait and wait and wait and wait and wait. Minutes go by. And finally he comes trudging along. And then I'm like, oh, he passed me, Declan. And I try to, and then I start going, and I'm trying to go his speed so I don't pass him, so I can let him be in front of me for, uh, and this is what happened on the fourth race as well. And I can't, I can't, I don't know, I can't even go that slow. Like, he's just so bad at it. Um, he's a kid. <laughs> I know, and I'm just, and he's just, and I'm telling him, I'm like, Declan, our family, I, you know, you, you, you have to live, I don't have my own child, you're, you know, my nephew, you have to live up to my legacy of, of being super good at Mario Kart and, kind of not great at it and then he said well can we play minecraft do, do you know what minecraft is have you seen minecraft um so i do know what it is but i don't know understand how you would play it together uh it's 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 like he's like oh let's build houses so then okay i build like a pretty good looking building and he has like a couple blocks of like dirt together and i'm like i like and he's like i'm like well let's go you know explore around so like you know get some swords and you know bash some bad guys together or whatever and then there's bad guys he, in that game. Yeah, oh yeah. There's like like oh. um, little creepers and they yeah. There's um, zombies and stuff like that. It's all cartoony, right? And and he but he just can't stay focused on something. I'm like you know let's go walk east and just see what's out there. And he's like oh wait no let's go back to town. I want to build a house. And so now I'm like well how much longer am I gonna have to wait? Do I have like <laughs> when's this kid gonna be twelve? Like like five years from now well that's kind of cool though think about that like th th that game is developed in such a way that a guy who's 34 years old can find exploring uh enjoyable but that little kid who just needs something to do in the game he he had there's something in the game for him too that's a good yeah. game man i i've yeah. never played the game but uh i didn't know that much about it actually i didn't know they were yeah. a bad guy i thought you just had to like you just built things like you know, yeah, just... that's well, and and so he wants to play in creative mode where like you you have unlimited resources. Now I want to play in survival mode where I can like I have to like find chop down trees and make wooden weapons and use those to make like stone weapons and then use the stone to make iron weapons and like slowly work my way up and like uh, and then he's just like no let's I want to play on baby mode essentially and I'm like. Are we even related? But then I, I look at him and he has a giant head and I have a giant head. So I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, we, we are related. <laughs> so, so I have younger brothers who are really into video games. And a couple years ago, they tried to get me to play uh, Fortnite. Fortnite? Yeah, Fortnite. Fortnite, yeah. Uh, and I don't play video games a lot. And when I do play video games, it's never online. It's always like a one-player game like Spider-Man or I, I like this open world games you know me too, just, me too me too yeah so but like i don't i can't play the games you play online against because i don't play enough to where i'm good so i'm constantly getting killed w coming back to life getting killed like immediately there's nothing for me to do in the game except just be killed and i don't Fortnite i don't have time is, to devote to get worst. better than that and and i know it's only a matter of time until he discovers Fortnite. so at least with minecraft like there's a bit of like you build stuff and a bit of creativity and exploration in there because uh, once you get once he gets into like shooters, I'm not I'm sorry. Like I'm trying to be the cool uncle. And it's nice that like, hey, I live uh, a 21 hour drive from his house. Um, but here we are. Uh, and so he does, he's not going to see me. I haven't seen him in a couple of years. Uh, but here we are in a situation where we can play video games together. We can bond even, you know, uh, with, you know, a huge chunk of North America between us. That's that's really cool um but uh he's just really bad 
He's really bad at video games. So, <laughs> listeners, if you have kids, you know, teach them to be good at video games. So I'm sort of disappointed in my brother. I've been like, he, he won't listen to the show, so I can see this. I kind of want to text him and be like, hey, you need to sit down with him. Like, stop taking him skiing. Like, and like, you know, I mean, he, maybe he's a great skier, but he needs to learn how to play video games. Because by the time he goes to like, like, by the time he's in like uh, grade seven, if he can't play video games, people are going to make fun of him. And I'm going to be, no, they're are gonna be like, not. your nephew. I'm like, I don't know this kid. And that's going to be, that's going to be a hard moment on him. He needs to be better. Do people, do you think kids these days, and I'm sorry if I'm diverting the, the topic from the song we're covering today, which is uh, if I ever was a child, um, I said it right. Um, but yeah. Do you think kids get made fun of for being bad at video games? I don't think they get made fun of for being so, bad. I, I know in, in elementary school, growing up in the 90s, we all played video games. By the time I got to high school, video games were not cool, right? I, like, stopped playing video games. I put my N64 away. I was grew my hair long, bought a bass guitar, uh, was into music. I was a music guy. Now that I'm older, I feel like it's more socially acceptable to be in it. I feel like society's changed and video games are cool now. Nerd culture is cool now. Superhero movies are cool now, right? Canada is way different than America. Um, uh, I think I think that's changed. So I can only assume if you're not good at it, people are gonna make fun of you. No for one's not being gonna make nerd. fun of you for being bad at a video game, man. I, when I was in high school, video games were cool. Everybody liked video games, but nobody cared if you were good at them. Like it wasn't like a thing to like. You just get together and put on GoldenEye on the N64, and you know you, you, the guy. You just have fun. I I don't ever remember. So Jason, you were you. If you think the kids weren't making fun of you for being, they were. So you were the kid that was bad at video games, and you'd walk out of the room, and they'd be like, "Oh my god, Jason sucks at Perfect Dark," mm. and they'd all make fun of you. That was you. If you didn't see that, that's because they were making fun of you. See, you just made yourself look like an idiot. They didn't make fun of me because I was bad at video games. They made fun of me because I smelled bad, man. Get with uh, it. So, so I know what they were making fun of me about. Uh, there's more more than, you know, if you're already <laughs> being made fun you, of, you're idiot. probably being made fun of for a few reasons. Guys, today we're covering If I Ever Was a Child, as we've said like nine times already. Kevin, you want to give a little bit of history about the song? Then we'll go through the doobly-doo and so pop the song So this is one on. of the, the, the newer Wilco songs that there's just like not a lot of uh, history on. It's not like we have demo versions and uh, there's a documentary about the making of the album and books have been written about... Like there just isn't that much information about some of these um, Star Wars, Schmilko, and Ode to Joy songs, like there are for a Yankee Hotel Foxtrot song. Um, uh, but what I what I feel like is worth mentioning before we listen to the song is I feel like this is is part of a series, either consciously or unconsciously from Jeff, that all of his recent albums have had kind of this breezy summer esque song in it. Now uh, it started on Sucre, uh, which had summer noon uh star wars had taste the ceiling schmilko had if i ever was a child and ode to joy had um uh, everyone hides and i feel like so the and all those songs were songs that were released as singles digitally before the album came out they're all kind of have the same sort of breezy poppy atmosphere they're the poppy song on the album um and i think uh and, and typically they're all acoustic rhythm guitar sort of structurally similar i'm not saying they all sound the same but i am saying if he had all what would i say uh four of those songs at the same time uh they'd probably only pick one for each album right because they do kind of overlap a little bit um so this is the the kind of uh, poppy um 
pre-release song single off the song that came out before the album came out uh used to hype up interest so um and uh you know it is um uh, a breezy fun song uh, uh you know uh it's not uh um a uh, barn burner by any stretch of the imagination but it's a it's a nice little poppy breezy i'm saying breezy a lot you gotta stop me maybe uh read easy breezy beautiful cover song. girl man Everybody, if you want to go to abcwilco.com, uh, check out all the ways to support the show, follow us on Instagram, do all that good stuff. But most importantly, as always, leave a rating review on your podcast where it helps other people find the show, raises in the ranks of uh, Apple Music or Apple Podcast. They really conflated that whole ecosystem and screwed it up. But uh, regardless, go leave a rating review and uh, help us grow. So I love the way John's bass sounds with Jeff's acoustic guitar. So you're gonna hear it kicking right now. The bass is sweet on this one. Yeah. Yeah, and it's got I don't know what kind of bass he's using. It may be a hollow body. Uh, we all know he plays that on Hoffner, um, which I think is is hollowed out at least semi hollow body. Uh, but it sounds or maybe it's acoustic. It just sounds kind of woody. Uh, it has a real deep tone to it too. Deep tone to it. Yeah. Warm, right? Is that what you call warm? I always relate warm and bright. Um, uh, yeah, maybe. I always kind of, yeah, so dark, I guess. <laughs> the yeah. opposite of the word right. I said. Well, I didn't know if I uh, understood it wrong. So, I mean, yeah. if I... I equate warm as lots of mid-tones, I guess. Um, but no, I think you're right. I think a normal person, a normie, would equate warm with bright because uh, dark would be technically like low-end and, and warm yeah. tones. Um, now I know you can't hear this right now, and I'm uh, so it looks sounds like he's using br they're using brushes on the on the snare here, but it, yeah. it's alternating between left and right on the my headphones on my end, who, where the music is hmm. playing from natively. Yeah, I don't know how much I've listened to this album on headphones. I've listened to it. I got I managed to score a copy of Schmilko before Schmilko came out as a record store in Seattle. Was selling it like two weeks early. I like took it to the kill and I was like, oh my god, are they gonna let me buy this? And they let me buy it. Um, uh, so I just remember because no one else could hear it, just spinning it over and over and over on my turntable. Oh, you know what it is? With it. I'm wrong. It's not alternating hits. There's two different beats going on. A different one in the left and I mean it's the same rhythm but it's just uh -huh. yeah um i really love nels's lead guitar on this song because it, it sounds it feels nostalgic like there's a lot of nostalgia in the mood of his playing um and it really just kind of fits with with the song and and sort of makes the song to me it's maybe my favorite element of the song that and the melody i think just got a great melody in the song this is a short song too how long it's 256. I guess I guess I must be high is only three minutes and we did that one today also. Yeah. So second song on the album, but the first song with the full band, because normal American Kids is the opener, but it's just Jeff and uh and uh Nels. So the opening of this song, I think when the band kicks in, if you listen to it in context with the rest of the album, feels even like like oh the the you know um unified more than because we didn't hear the uh, most of the band on the first song if i was ever a child um yeah that's that's it's a nice little song uh but i feel like that's what i'm going to say about everything on Schmilko. i i love i like i love the album Schmilko. i love it but it's 
it's now I'm always gonna be saying, yeah, it's a nice little because it is a little album. It's not. It's there's nothing big about that album. There's uh, no epic song on that. Yeah, album, right? it's it, it's all pretty much like a one note kind of thing. Like you know, it, it, the highs and the lows of the album are right, not very off center there. You know, yeah. so it's uh, I, yeah, I I don't know if we discussed this before, but. Is Schmilko kind of like uh, Kid A to OK Computer? Like they just wanted to expand on what they had, uh, or I guess B side, it's a bunch of B sides from Star Wars. Um, I, well, I, no, and 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 um, uh, Kid A and Amnesiac is not B sides. None I'm, of those songs yeah, were released right. before. But you're right, you're right in the sense that both the albums were, I guess, initially recorded Schmilko. They might have finished afterwards. But I, 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 yeah, at the time, um, they were initiated at the same time and they looked like, oh, we have a set of crunchy rock guitar songs. Let's move those ones here. We'll call this project Star Wars. And we have a set of kind of weird sort of country songs that are kind of more folky and acoustic. Let's release that one here. And I think they, they very intentionally, cause they were only released like 14 months apart, yeah, they were a year apart. apart. Um, but Star Wars was very consciously released in summer, and that's a great summer album. And this one was released uh, early in September, uh, and it's very much a fall album. It so really I, I think is. that was that, that was a very smart, intentional decision to release the albums in that order. Schmilko almost feels like ah, decompressing after Star Wars, right? Um, uh, um, like Star Wars, you know, maybe if, if they're recording the albums in the at this, you know, around the same time, you know, they were rocking out all afternoon, um, doing you know random name gen- generator and that sort of stuff, and then uh, came back, went out, had dinner, came back, and what are you listening in the evening? You're taking it easy. You're putting on normal American kids. You're putting on if I ever was a child. You're putting on we aren't the world, uh, and just these kind of you know more relaxed songs. Um, yeah. I, I I do kind of wish that Star that Schmilko would have been more of a Star Warsy album because I really want to see where they're going with that. But uh, I, I maybe maybe Star Wars was the culmination of uh, like the whole love and you know they were getting a little rockier with those previous albums and a little more out there. So maybe St- Star Wars was the conclusion of that trend, and then this uh, Schmilko was the beginning of you know their lighter. Train. And I wonder too, because the the thing that's changed in more recent years, I don't know, it's been like ten years now, but the thing that's different with Wilco nowadays is uh Jeff and Glenn live in Chicago. Michael lives in I think California. Uh Pat lives uh in like Memphis or Nashville or you know, uh John lives out on the East Coast. Like they don't all live in Chicago anymore. So where back in the day maybe songs could start because they're meeting up and, and jamming and rehearsing together more often. Uh, now they don't need to rehearse as, as much because they've been together for so long and they're all so seasoned. Um, but th- what you lose is like jamming out in, uh, in the songs together. Cause they might only have two weeks to record the album together. Oh yeah. Cause they only have uh, right. So then, you, then where do songs start? Songs start on the acoustic guitar. Uh, and, and that's why maybe Schmilko and, and Ode to Joy are a little bit more like Jeff centric. Uh, acoustic-y song. So I am very curious what the next Wilco album is going to sound like because that album, it sounds like they're recording an album right now or or have been recording an what album. What it sounds like? Uh, what are you, where are you hearing that at? Uh, just the impression you get from um, Jeff talking. Like, uh, for instance, on the Tweety Show, 
maybe a month or two ago. Um, uh, Jeff's in the middle of the show and gets a text from Pat. And Pat's asking what chord Jeff is playing. In He's not watching the show. He's just, he, So Pat is clearly at home working on something that Jeff has sent to him and trying to figure out, hey, what's that chord? And so Jeff had S- Sammy or Spencer, one of, the, one of the sons, take a photo of his hand doing a, you know, a chord. It's like... <laughs> A C7 with an added ninth or something. I, I couldn't see what the chord was, um, or I don't remember what the chord was. Um, uh, but it, so they're clearly recording something right now, and they're and Jeff sort of talked about that in interviews where they 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 all have the technology to re, you know John can do his bass lines from home and just you know email them over, kind of like the postal service, right? Um, but it, uh, instead of actually using the postal service, they can just you know send a gmail uh, uh with a with a wave file and, and transfer it over so what will that sound like when they're um you know not all uh um present together or, or at least present with jeff like star wars and schmilka were recorded very individually where each member of the band would come in and work one-on-one with jeff and jeff would layer in the band's parts uh but now that they're working on it without jeff even being there um, maybe we'll, it'll be, despite the fact that the, the album isn't going to be recorded in the same room together, it sounds like, um, maybe it'll be more of a collaborative album since they're all figuring out their stuff individually and submitting it and going back and forth like that. I don't know. Sounds like the uh, another myth like on uh, I Must Be High is about, to, is about to be born from all of this. I might be starting it right now. But no, the, <laughs> it se- sounds like the, the band is working on something right now. Um, I think... Uh, um, uh, tell your friends, uh, uh, which we will cover in this show, is the la- the newest Wilco song we're going to cover on Alpha Bravo, Bravo Charlie was recorded or at least finished in a similar manner. Um, and because honestly, if you're doing like a, a bass guitar thing, you know that's not you don't need a whole rig. The, the drums are the complicated thing you got to record. You need a whole bunch of microphones and, yeah. and a nice space to record it in. If you're uh, singing backup vocals, you just need a, a microphone and some some sound paneling and uh, um, you know, if it's a, a, an electric guitar or something like that, bass guitar is super easy because you just need a DI box and, and plug in and record it and send that file off. So um, I do that more with my uh, guitars than I even plug in my amp. Uh, really, I, pl- I plug into my computer because I can play through headphones there, and I have a whole with you know GarageBand. You have the whole setup to where you can use pedals and different amps and yeah. stuff like that. So I do that a lot more than I use my actual amp these days. Yeah. Uh, now I do have something to close out on if I ever was a child about. So like you, uh, this is a this is a nice song. Um, I think it's it's got a really pretty sound to it, and then the lyrics are a little dark, which is not unusual for Jeff. Um, but I, I didn't have much to, to share about this song other than I think it's a really nice song. So I asked around with some Wilco people on the interwebs have you ever been on the internet before do you guys have that down in the u.s um i have encarta encyclopedia on my computer that's why i look things up mostly but no i don't yeah, have the internet okay. no so s- similar to that uh so i sent out the request and uh i got a few people come back to me but i really like this line from amy harrell amy thank you so much it is uh i love that song at first it seems light and upbeat sorry at first it seems light with the upbeat tempo but then you realize the story in the lyrics of childhood trauma and the resulting lifelong dysfunction. Then enter the haunting guitar line. Sounds almost like high lonesome steel guitar. Then I connect with it on a more personal level. It's quite therapeutic. Hashtag lots of emotional garbage. Baggage. Lots of lots of emotional baggage. 
which uh, yeah, the, the childhood trauma leading to uh, lifelong dysfunction is not so like I, 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 you know, listeners, Jason, you know me, I'm not, a, I'm not a big lyrics guy. I, I, I tend to not think about lyrics as much as I think about melody and guitar parts and harmonic textures and, and that sort of stuff. Um, but with this podcast, I'm trying to dive more into lyrics. And I looked at these lyrics and I said, you know, there's a lot of um, lines together that I like. Uh, I've never been alone long enough to know if I ever was a child. Like, I don't know what that means, but I like the way those words flow together. Uh, um, so I tried to decode these lyrics, didn't really, wasn't able to come up with much, but I was also a little stressed out at the time. If you recall talking to me yesterday <laughs> evening. Um, uh, so I'm glad I re Amy got back to me because I think uh, talking about the, uh, childhood trauma, leaving the lifelong dysfunction is a um, super um, interesting way to look at these lyrics. And I would uh, be poised to agree with her. I actually think that's a really good uh, interpretation of it, like uh, because it kind of screams to me that maybe the like woman or whoever you're with, uh, you, you treat them kind of like a parent figure and it kind of makes you not remember if it kind of blurs the lines between your parents and your significant other. And yet, so you don't ever know if you were a kid or the difference between now and when you were a kid, I think is what. Yeah, that, that's that seems like a real astute uh, thing to me. You know, as an aside, as we're finishing up this episode, I have to say, uh, just from what you said right now, made me think. I there was a period where I, when I was like 22, where I was a pretty competent individual. I could cook a number of foods, but now that I'm with my wife, she's just better at everything than right. I am. Me too, man. Um, I'm so I feel like I've regressed to the point where I'm sort of like a teenager again, and it's just like, oh, uh, I wonder if she could help me, like make me make this, uh, you know. Uh, this dinner that I'm trying to cook or, or something, because if she sees me struggling with it, she'll just be like, oh, God, step aside, I'll do it. Because she's, she's much more capable than I am. I am a giant man-child, and that's okay. She's, yeah, she I, loves me, so. I talk all the time, tell my, my wife all the time, like, the thing that I hate about marriage is, like, how much it's like a sitcom. You know, like, sitcoms are always, like, the, the dumb guy and and the, the, the smart woman to, uh, that has it together. Yeah. But that's exactly what marriage is, because, like, guys are just idiots. And yeah. Now, there, there are things that I'm better at. Um, uh, like, my wife hates driving. Hates driving. So I will do the 99% of the driving. That's why, like, I don't drink much. Uh, well, that's part of the reason. Because usually, like, if we go for dinner, it's it just I don't want to make her drive back. So I, I won't have a beer or something like that. Not that I go out for dinner because it was a freaking global pandemic. But uh, I feel like if she didn't know me, she'd be a way better driver because she wouldn't have me to fall back on. But that's like the one thing that I'm better at than she is that. And then everything else is like taxes. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. She, she handles that, uh, making sure we pay our water bill and our, our gas bill and all that. Uh, she, she handles all that stuff because she's um, much more um, uh, competent than I am, but I'll handle like the, the internet and the, the technical stuff, I guess. Um, but uh, if I didn't do that, she'd probably figure it out and be, just as good with it than i am so yeah that, we, we have very defined roles in what we do in our house too and uh yeah it it it, it, it being married is a weird thing yeah it, it's it's very much like a sitcom even though i always told myself i'm never gonna live a life like that but you, yeah. it, it, it's just there, there's some there's some truth to it. i don't think either of us are as bad as like um, married with children or, or no um, no but like you're uh, kings of queens uh, and stupid shit like that kings of queens yeah like i don't think I, yeah neither, neither of us are that lazy or incompetent 
hopefully uh, but but there is definitely there's a, i could see why like that's the trope because there there's a little bit of truth there to a certain extent on some things at some times all right kevin you have anything else you want to say or you want to close this mother out no i don't have any my throat's dry i don't have anything to drink at the moment i finish my uh right. citrus twist uh so yeah let's wrap this up and we'll do it again next time what's our next episode oh it's i'll fight i'll fight yeah that's uh we'll talk about that when we get there yeah. but if you guys want to go to abcwillco.com find all the ways to support the show we got t-shirts for sale we've got a patreon all that helps out because you know server costs and stuff like that i bought a lot of software and other stuff to do this so we got good. yachts to pay off yeah yachts i mean come on we how can we afford it um so go do that if you can't do that though we totally understand we want you to keep on listening to the show so you could help us out by leaving a rating review on your podcatcher it's what helps the show grow what helps other people find us blah 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 all that good stuff you can find kevin on instagram at kevin vinyl you can find me on instagram at hess's best you can go to hessesbest.com buy some art do all that good stuff that is everything um yeah so until next time just remember every little thing is going to tear you apart <laughs>